You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. God bless you. Oh, my God. 
talks about how the body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you're not your own, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. It says 1 Corinthians 6 and 20, it says, For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen. I believe when a person or man or woman or a boy gets saved or uh, you don't belong to yourself anymore. If you say, man, you're his. And uh, he expects us to live a certain way. Can you say amen to that? He expects us to walk right, talk right, look right, act right, be right. Can you say amen? Uh, this shouldn't, uh, we, no, we're in a Pentecostal holiness church, so don't look at me like I'm mean here tonight. I'll just read from the Word of God, and where, and that's just, uh, if the Word of God's got my back, then it don't much matter what anybody else thinks. Can you say amen? I was reading through the Bible, and I couldn't get away from this, and I was trying, I really, uh, the Bible talks about how we should come out from among the world. Can you say amen? Be ye holy, for he is holy. The Bible talks about that in different places. But the Bible talks about having our, our, our bodies. The Bible talks about it. says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. The Bible says, goes on to say, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. I talked about that the other night. For I say unto you, through grace is given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think highly of himself, to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to the God hath dealt every man a measure of faith. And I read, in, I'm just reading different verses, and I'll, I'll talk here in just a few minutes if the Lord will help me and, and get to what I want to talk about. The Bible talks about, so God created man in his own image. Say amen. In the image of God created he and him, male and female created of them. I don't know which way to go with this. I'll be all right. I, uh, <laughs> There's uh, Bible talk. I'm, I'm just got I got I got different verses here, and I'm trying to see which way the Lord will let me do this. Uh, but how many believes we got to be different? Can you say Amen? Can I get an Amen? We we got to like I said, we got when you get saved and you're no longer yours. You've been bought with a price. You've had the blood of Jesus applied to your life. You're you're changed. You're that new creature. You're that new person. And when I know when I got saved, there's a lot of things that I've come a long way. I look back and ponder where I once was. You say, man, I'm not, I'm not the best. Uh, I'm not always on the mountaintop. You say, man, I don't, I don't know the Word of God like a lot of the preachers do. Uh, but, I, but, I, but I know a little bit about it. Know what a little bit it says. And I know that the day that I got up from that altar, if you want to say it that way, the day that I started praying, uh, I, I wanted. I found out the closer you get to God, the less of this world you're going to have to have. Can you say, man? You, you can't run with the world and rub shoulders with the world and thinking everything's going to be okay. Can you say amen? But the more you separate yourself, the more you uh, uh, keep a distance or keep away, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, from the world and the things of this world. Like I said many times, we're in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. Can you say amen? There's things we're going to have to deal with and put up with and all that, but we don't have to partake in it. Can you say amen? And I was reading it, and I see the society today, and I see the way some of the churches today and seem like they're, 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 they've never truly gave it over and, and, and become tr sold out, if you want to say it that way. Now, they've never truly ever 
just give it every bit to the Lord. They, they want to hold a little bit of the world back in the fashion and the things of this world. Can you say amen? You know, yeah, I'm not getting nowhere with you tonight. I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to read from the Word of God. We, I, I talk to people, and you talk to people, and, and, and what I'm fixing to say, you, it may rub you wrong, and I'm sorry, but I'm just going to read from what the Bible says. Can you say amen? The Bible talks about in Leviticus 19 and 28, it says, For ye shall not, for ye shall not, somebody say not, make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon your body, for I am the Lord. Can you say amen? You know, what you know where I'm going with this already. Some of you are looking at me like I'm funny. And look, don't get me wrong, I understand we all got a past. Can you say amen? We all done things that we're not proud of uh, when we was lost, when we was out in sin. And I, and I believe I know what that's talking about, and I believe you know what that's talking about. And I don't think we need to be getting tattoos when we're saved. Can you say amen? I didn't get too many amens there, but that's all right. I don't, and I hear that, and I've tried. People try to justify that, and they tell me that, and I understand these people that's got them on them, and and seem like that's the most. And Lawrence may have one on him, or more than one on him anyway. But I'm not, I'm not picking. I'm, I'm not throwing stones at him. Uh, but I realize that is that is that was when Lawrence was not saved. You say, man. And you may have one tonight, or you may have 25 tonight, and your body may be covered in them. You say, man, but if that's your past, you say, man, and you've been saved and washed in the blood of Jesus, then that's, you know, I understand that them things are high to take off, they tell me, you say, man. But I, but I have an issue. If you've got them and you go to church now, you need to cover them things up, you say, man. I didn't get many amens up. That'd be all right. I don't need to be flaunting them off if I'm going to stand up and claim them. I don't need a snake crawling around my arm or, a, or some skeleton or something or some half-naked woman on my arm showing when I go to the house of God. You say amen? That all right? I'm just, I'm just talking tonight. I don't know exactly. I'm, I told you you may run me off after I get done here, but I, I see people many times that's in church today that are going to church and are trying to serve the Lord, and they'll go out and get them a big tattoo. You say amen? I don't know how I've got off on this, but... Uh, but uh, that, 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 and they try to justify it, but the Bible tells us plainly right there to not print any markings up on our body. You say, man, we are a we are a temple of the Holy Ghost. You say, man, we are to be pure as we. And I know we'll fail at the very best that we'll do, but uh, the Bible says that he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it's sin. You say, man. If we know not to be doing those things, and we ought to be preached these things and taught these things, can you say amen, then we shouldn't be uh, dealing with these things. The Bible talks about there in one place, is let not sin reign in your mortal bodies. What the Bible says is that you should obey in the lust thereof, neither yield yourself members of instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God, not man, not the things or the fashions or the things of this world, to the things that are alive, that are dead, the members of the instruments of righteousness God, for sin shall not have dominion over you, but ye are not, but ye are not under the law, but under grace. And then it says, What then shall we sin? Because we are not under law, and the Bible says, but under grace. And God says, God forbids it. You say, Man, and when we 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 cannot be the same way that we used to be and have a have victory with the Lord. You say, Man, we cannot be the way that I once was, the way that I was before I got saved, and doing the things that I've got saved. Some of you looking at me funny. You say, Amen. I come to tell you, we cannot do the things that we once was. Know ye not that whom you yield yourself and the servants to obey as servants, or to whom you obey, whether it is sin or death. I'm getting to pass out here in just a few minutes, and, I, and I, I'll get off the tattoos here in a minute. That'd be all right. But I, I got to thinking many times, and we need to be holy. You say, Amen. We need to be pure as we know. And I say that in my heart a whole lot, a lot of times, of whatever's down inside of my life. The Bible talks about how the abundance of the mouth, from the abundance of 
the mouth, it, you, you're gonna, it's going to speak. From the abundance of the heart, I guess is uh, what I'm trying to say. From the abundance of the heart, uh, this mouth is going to speak. Uh, and whatever we sow down inside of this, whatever we watch and listen to uh, at the house, you say, man, uh, it's building up down inside of our heart. You say, man, uh, I'm a firm believer. If you change a man or woman's heart, uh, you'll change the outside of them. You say, man, uh, I won't want the things that I used to. I won't want to dress. Uh, I, I used to, uh, to wear rock and roll shirts. You say, man, uh, you're looking at me. What? You? Yeah, me. I used to wear Metallica and Guns and Roses and all that stuff uh, and listen to all that stuff there. But you know what? I, I couldn't even dare to even think about it right now, to even go back and put something like that on. You say, man, you, some of you look, you, you're a madman. I know you can call me what I once. I was once lost, but now I'm found. I, I was blind and I could not see. I've done the things of the world. I've tasted the world. I've seen what the world does to you. I've seen what the world destroys and tries to tear down and tear up families and rip them apart. And I come to tell you, if you've been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ tonight and you still have that desire to go back and do the things that you once did, it, might I tell you, there's an open invitation to you to come up to this altar and get things fixed and get things cleaned out and get things the way that they need to be. It's just to touch not the unclean thing. You say, man, I've got different verses here at the Lord. Oh, let me get to it. You say, man, the Bible says if we say that we have no sin, that we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. You say, man, but the Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and unjust. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness that we say that we have not sinned. We call him a liar, and the Bible says the word is not in us. You say, man, I want to, I need help from you all tonight. You say, man, we all need to confess our sins one to another. We need to confess our faults. You may not have to come and tell me exactly what you've done this week, but it don't help to come up to an altar and have a bunch of brothers or a bunch of sisters that'll come up like we maybe did tonight, of people that are struggling and dealing with things and battling with things that come up. And I'll get to that verse here in just a minute if the Lord will let me get there. But I come to tell you tonight, we can't be like we used to be. You say, man, and have victory with God. We can't run with the world. I say it a lot of times. We can't put a Bible up under an arm and a fifth of Jack Daniels in her other hand. It don't work that way. It don't work straddling the fence. It don't work playing around with God. It says to come out from among this world to be ye holy, for he is holy tonight. What are you saying? I'm saying tonight if you've got the urge. Some of you may not come back. Come on. Something ain't right, boys. Don't look, don't look at me like I was once that way. I ain't got a tattoo. But you know what? I know the mindset that I was once in in my life and all this stuff. And I want to go out and do all this, but I never was man enough to do it. I guess I was afraid I'd cry if I got, 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 got that and there's a needle or something they stick into you. Uh, we wanted to go out and get our ears pierced and all that stuff that was going on back there in them days. You say, man, we grow our heart out and get a little bit of a mullet or something other. You say, man, I'll get to that in a minute here if the Lord will help me get to it. You know what? I was once that way. I was once living that lifestyle, but there's something come inside of me. I got bought. I got I got pulled into a family that, 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 that of God. You see, I mean, it didn't take man to man to straighten me up. It took God to straighten me up. It took me laying on the altar and, and seeking the face of God and seeking my lifestyle and seeking the things that I thought that I don't need in my life. You see, man, these things that tries to creep in unaware. It's the little foxes that'll spoil the vine. 
a lot of times we think we can handle just a little bit of it and we let a little bit of it creep in and all of a sudden that little bit starts growing to a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and all of a sudden that, that thing that you thought that you could handle it started consuming your life it started destroying your life it started dominating your life if you want to go ahead and say it that way what are you saying I'm saying we need to live in a way that's pleasing to God if we are his son or his child or his daughter or in his family we need to walk upright we need to be holy for he is holy we need to be the same yesterday today and forever we don't need to show up here on Sunday and be one thing Sunday and be something else on Monday you say man we need to be the same right in here on Sunday as we are out there in the work field on Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday it's 365 days a year you can't take a day off in this boys you can't lay it down for a while and go back and pick it up I like what brother Cole sent me here today that blessed me a sight I don't have my text or anything he may say something about it here but we need to get up and go on children don't worry about what the past has done your past will drag you down the past will drag you through the mud and the mulk and the mire and the things that's going on in this world I've just decided I'm just going to hold on to Jesus and whatever he tells me to do and whatever the word tells me to do they may not like me they may turn their back on me I may not be accepted in a lot of churches today and hour that we're living in today and that's fine that's fine we're going across the radio they'll hear it some way or another I don't know if they're going to hear this message or not they may edit me out on a lot of things that I'm about to say you say man but I come to tell you we can't be like we used to be and have victory with God we can't wear the fashions and the things of the world that we used to work you say man oh what are you saying when I first come down here to this church they would try to go out and get people to come and you know what you had a name you don't know that name I'm just now speaking this to you I guess you had a name I'd try to get people to come I'd ask them this way and ask them that way and all you say and all they would say is all they do is preach on clothes down there at Egypt From the looks of things and the way the world is, we need to preach a little bit more on clothes. Can you say, man, is that all right? Come on. We may not be preaching it enough. Can you say, man? I know I could say a whole lot more about it. Can you say, man? I say a man needs to look like a man and a woman needs to look like a woman. You say, man, we shouldn't have to sit there and try to decide which one is which and which one is the other. You say, man, I'm saying, I'm saying when we go out in the world, man, you need to dress modest. You say, man, I'll get to that here in a minute if the Lord will help me in just a few minutes. Women, we don't mean, can I stay on the men just a few minutes? Can I say, is that all right? I'm going to stay on the men just a few minutes. We need to dress in a way that is pleasing to the house of God. We need to walk up in a way that is pleasing to a house of God. Can I say this before I go on to the women? Men, if you're getting up for the morning, I know we got to get up and take baths and shave and all this stuff, but if you've got if you've got this down in your heart that you're dressing up to go out to try to get some woman to look at you, to try to get some woman to, to kind of, you're trying to draw somebody, trying to draw attention to yourself, then honey, your heart ain't right. We don't need to be going out. If you're a married man, you don't need to be going out looking for somebody else's wife or trying to get somebody to look at you, trying to get somebody to, 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 to leave their wife for you. Can I say amen to that? That is wrong. Ain't nothing godly about that. That is wrong, 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 wrong. Can you say amen? We need to dress in a way that is pleasing to him. 
Is that all right? Let's read what the Bible says about it. That'd be all right. That way I ain't going to get in trouble tonight. Woo! The Bible says in 1 Timothy 2 and 9, I'm going to slow down. That'd be all right. In like manner also, women adorn yourself. Come on now, this ain't read in church much anymore, is it? Ain't nobody talks about it. It's in the Bible now. It ain't preached much anymore. You say, man, come on. I believe they ought to have a man there too. Man, you ought to dress yourself in modest apparel. You say, man, come on. We come into the house of God. We go, we, we, we shouldn't have, come on. Ha, 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 ha. Whoa. Come on. I don't need to have a tank top on when I come to church. You say, man. That all right? I ain't look, I ain't, come on. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. You say, man. I don't need a pair. Come on now. I don't need a pair of Daisy Dukes on when I come to church. You say, man. Is that what they call it? I don't want what they call it. You say, man. It says, women, adorn yourselves with modest apparel, with shamefastness and soberty, with a braided of hair, or not, not with a braided of hair, nor gold, nor pearls, or costly array. Anybody throwing rocks at me? That's what the Bible says. Now, come on now, this ain't the gospel according to Brian. This is the gospel according to the way First Timothy writes it down. You say, man. Says, but which cometh ye women professing godliness with good works? He said, Let the come on now, women, you're gonna, you're gonna get quiet on me now. He said, Let the women learn in silence with all subjection, but offer not, but I suffer not a woman to teach nor obstruct authority over a man, but to be in silence. Ooh. Come on. Do I need to sit down? That's what the Bible says. Come on. Not to have authority over a man. I'm not up here preaching men's rights tonight. You say, man, I'm up here preaching uh, the Word of God. You say, man, uh, I don't have a problem with a woman singing in church. Now, you, some of you may do it. Some churches do. I understand. I've talked to some of them. Uh, they don't even like music or anything like that. Uh, I don't have a problem uh, with a woman praying for somebody. You say, man, I don't have a problem uh, with, with somebody singing or testifying in church. You say, man, uh, I'm just going to tell you the way I see about it. Uh, without some of the women, or churches would done be dead. You say, man. Woo! Now, <laughs> on the business part of it, I believe that's the man's part because I believe that's what that's saying. You may not agree with me. That's the way I see that. You say, man, I believe it's okay for a woman to teach Sunday school to other women and children, not a man. All right, let me read on. You're going to get in trouble. 1 Corinthians 11 and 14. Doeth not nature itself teach us that if a man have long hair, it's a shame unto him. My mullet back when I was in school, is that all right if I say it that way? That was a shame. You say, man, don't even nature itself teach you uh, that it's a shame for a man uh, to have long hair. You say, man, uh, I know we got singers today uh, that gets up on stage uh, and sings all this gospel music for millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and I'm not going to say his name because you know exactly uh, who I'm talking about tonight. Uh, and, and he's got that old long wavy hair out there. Uh, the Bible speaks against that, children. Uh, he needs to cut that off. Uh, he's bringing shame to himself. Uh, come on, that says to him. You say, man, uh, he 
he's bringing shame to himself. Yes, he sings good. Yes, they sell a lot of albums. They make a lot of money. But he's got a lot of people that don't go for that. You say, man, we, I know we're living in the Bible Belt here. I know we're living up here in the holler somewhere. And this ain't popular preaching to a lot of places. You say, man, but if it's in the Word of God, I want it talked about in the church that we go to. You say, man, the Bible says if a woman hath long, if a woman hath long hair, it is a glory to her, and for her is given to her what? For her covering. Come on. Women look like women. Men look like men. Amen. If you're sitting there having to scratch your head, wondering which one is which, and we're living in the day and hour that we're living in today with women laying with women and, and men laying with men. Come on now. This is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. You say, man, we're living in bad times. We're living in perilous times. We don't need any roadblocks or hindrances. It's hard enough to get somebody to come to the house of God. And you know what? What are you looking at me like? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. You say, man, but I got to saying tonight and looking at this and different things was coming to my mind about adorning ourselves and being holy and keeping this outside. It matters how we look. Can you say man? Is that all right? It matters what we put on every morning when we get up. I know that don't save us. You say, man, we're saved from the inside out. You say, man, but it matters to me how I look when I walk out those doors. Am I being a witness or a light or am I being a stumbling block or a hindrance to somebody that I'm trying to get to church? Is that all right? I could pull my shirt off and go up to somebody and ask them to come to church. You think they're going to come to church? Lord, I'd scare them to death. Now, there's a generation out there that probably go for that. That's right. There's a generation out there that... I'm not looking for a party atmosphere. You say, man... I'm not looking for the lifestyle that I once had in my life. I'm not looking to go back the way the things was and look at I want something that's different. You say, man, I want something that makes me peculiar. Not that I'm not worth nothing. I know that. My righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. I should have been in hell a long time ago. But God saved me. He made me one of his. Come on now. He gave me that desire not to want to go out and get a tattoo or an earring put in my ear. You say, man, woo! I better sit down. I'm going to get in trouble. Wave at me if you're still with me. I'm doing better than I thought. Don't run off. You know me. I believe in giving everybody a chance to pray. I don't care what they look like when they come in here. You know that. I've had, I've had them come in here. No hair, green hair, purple hair, 25,000 earrings, tattoos all over the body. Will I run them off? I will never run them off. You say, man, I'll never give them a cold shoulder. I'll never throw a stone at them. I'll never look down upon them because they are a sinner needing a Savior. You say, man, they're just somebody like every one of us what we was. Like at one time, we've all like sheep have went astray. We're all sinners. You can go through all the stuff that it talks about there in the Bibles about the whoremongers and adulterers 
the Bible goes on down there to say, and such were some of us. And that was all of us at one time. But God came by and saved us and washed us and cleansed us and made me not the person that I used to be. Yes, we may have a thought come up in our mind, but I want to zap that out. I want everything to be cleaned out. I want to go into my closet and find anything that's there that don't need to be there. I need to go get it and throw it away. You say, man, I don't need the garbage of this world and the things of this world and the collection of this world and the dust of this world to be interfering. It matters, children, how we live. This Bible's right whether my family lives it or not. And this Bible's right whether your family lives it or not. You say, man, they can walk up to it or they can go away from it, but it's still the truth. You say, man, and the Bible says the truth will set us free. You say, man. Listen to what it says. When we're sick, what do we need to do? I know this ain't popular preaching. The Bible talks about it. If any man's sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. You say, man, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the sick shall save, and the prayer, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall cleanse, the Lord shall raise him up. And if there be any committed sins, they shall what? Be forgiven. It says again, they are to confess our faults one to another, to pray you one for another. And be healed, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You say, man, can you say amen to that? We need to be praying, people. And I believe if we'll pray and do what we need to do and stay on the altars of God, we'll burn a lot of this stuff out of our heart that was once in there. You say, man, I know we get saved. I know we get washed in the blood of Jesus. I know he cleanses us. I know he makes us pure and makes us clean. But they sometimes these things tries to creep back up in our life and wants to pull us back and hinder us. How many ever took one step forward and feel like you're taking two steps back a lot of times? I'm trying to go home with God. I'm trying to separate myself. I'm trying to be different. I'm trying not to be what everybody else says. This ain't popular preaching now. Everybody ain't going to go along with this. You say, man, you can say, oh, me or oh, my. I say, oh, my, oh, me, myself a lot of times. But I find myself coming up short. But you know what? That don't make me want to quit. That makes me want to try harder and harder and harder to purify and cleanse and wash myself. I'm not good in my, I can't make myself saved. I'm saved by the grace of God. I'm saved by grace through faith and that's into the only way. I'm just talking about living a lifestyle that is pleasing to God and being a light in a city that is set up on a hill that cannot be hid somewhere in this lost and dying world. <laughs> 